motherhood. It doesn't look the same for any of us. But you know what? All of us are carrying around our own baggage. Whether it's helping your children with autism or anxiety, living with chronic illness, surviving from abuse in all of its forms, or feeling depressed and stuck in our lives, girl, I've got you. Mamas need love too. And this is the place where I want you to know you can let your hair down, take a breath, and just relax in the fact that you are not alone on this journey we call motherhood. We all have our mistakes, our victories, our stories, and ladies, I want to share those with you. So pour a coffee or a cup of tea and know that God totally loves you all the time. So let's get to it. Hey, mamas and lady listeners, I am so thankful for you, and I am so thankful that you are back here listening to my show yet again, or maybe for the first time. Thank you so much. When you subscribe and share and listen and download, it makes the show grow, and that is super awesome, so thank you. Girls, you have heard me talk to you before about how important and beautiful and loved you are, and today's guest is obsessed with letting women know that's just like I am. Wait a minute. Why did I put that? Now I got to start it. All right. Girls, you have heard me talk to you before about how important and beautiful and loved you are. And today's guest is obsessed with letting women know that just like I am. I am excited for you all to spend time today with my next guest. She is a wife and mom to three boys, as well as a worship leader who loves Jesus, her family, whether it be her household, her church, or online, and tacos. She encourages Christian women with Holy Spirit-led strategies and support to find and understand their true identity in Christ. She wants you all to know that you are heiresses to God's kingdom, ladies. Please welcome the hostess of the Kingdom Daughters podcast, Angela Pitnikoff. Oh, thank you so much. (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) You're welcome. I really like having a good intro. It's kind of my jam. (laughs) So, Angela, we met. And over the phone, you and I were talking and you got super excited when you were sharing about how important it is for women to know their identity in Christ. So I do want to talk to you about that today, but what got you into doing the Kingdom Daughters podcast in the first place? Was that it? Um, Yeah. So I've just been on a journey of understanding who I am. Um, That was something that um, I struggled with. I think all my life, I didn't realize I struggled with it until I had kind of a few aha moments, um, where God kind of revealed to me like, Hey, you don't need to be a performing all the time, especially as a worship leader. Just I've led worship for 20 years, wow. um, 20 plus years. And just, um, it can be very easy to just have a performance mindset and not really connect with the father, but over the last like 10 years and just growing in this area and really understanding who Jesus is and what he's done and how much God loves me. I've been like really diving into relationship with him through worship. And then over the last, um, probably two years, I think when, um, we had the pandemic, I just really felt God was saying, Hey, it's time for you to jump into this new season of just encouraging women, helping women to get to this place of, because there's just, there has been a space of just isolation and, um, just feeling alone and not really sure where women feel like they don't know where they, like, should be, or like what they're even thinking or feeling. It's just, there's a lot being tossed in our faces. And so, 
I was like, mm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, that's not my strength. You know, is speaking is not my strength. Um, worship was my thing. It was really easy for me to like lead people in worship. Um, speaking and sharing made me like super anxious. And so I kind of put it off for a long time. And then I just started building different relationships. And finally, a year and a half later, I finally obeyed. And I was like, okay, I'll start a podcast. Ah, that's so cute. <laughs> and even then I was like, Lord, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. So please, please just lead and guide me and um, open up the right doors and spaces. And so that's where it came from. And all of that, it was like in all of that though, the year and a half where I was struggling, it was coming out like, okay, you really need to know who you are in me. That's what God's telling me. You know, you need to know who you are and be reminded so that you can remind women who they are. Yes. Cause I really fully believe that it comes down to, um, us knowing who we are in God. When we have that like rooted in our heart, when we are like rooted and grounded in the knowledge that we're just a daughter and we don't have to do anything else. We can just rest in his presence, rest in the goodness that he's our dad mm-hmm. and we're his daughter. And that's it. Everything else kind of like comes together, you know, just comes together. So. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. No, you're totally right. And how would you say like a girl could get rooted into it though? If, if it's something that maybe she's a Christian, but she doesn't have that feeling. Like, how did you get rooted into that knowledge? Yeah. I just started, um, the nice thing about, well, you have to be careful because there's a lot of people out there saying all kinds of crazy stuff, but yes, there's so much good, good information if you seek out the right thing. So I just started looking up identity in Christ and, um, finding scripture that I connected with that was telling me who I was, mm-hmm. um, and just really writing out scripture. So about, it's been like three or four years. Um, I was in like a prophetic counseling session. Me and my husband were in counseling mm-hmm. and this is like where my, one of my aha moments was like, he was kind of working with me on some things and he was like, you really care about what people think, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I was like, yes, cause I'm a pastor's wife too. So um, that a lot of that stems from that, like really trying to please people and make sure people feel happy and warm and welcome and all those things, but it can like cross over into unhealthy yeah. spaces. Yeah. And so he was like, you really like to please people. And I was like, yes, I do. But, and he's like, you need to stop performing. You need to get out of a performance mindset and just rest in like who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. And he was reminding me about the story of, um, the woman with the issue of blood. Yes. And in that story, like you always, you know, growing up, you hear the story a lot for me, I grew up in the church. So I heard the story like from different perspectives, but this was the first time I heard this, which it was like, woo. Um, like, you know, she's healed. Obviously she fights through the crowd. She's been a sick person. So she has to like, she's taking a lot of ridicule for being even in the crowd because people don't want to be around sick people at that Mm -hmm. time. Right. Because Mm -hmm. I think that you're contagious or whatever. Right. Right. And all she does, she has faith, right. She has faith. And all she does is reaches out and touches him and she's healed instantaneously. So there's all this conversation about that, about her faith and how she just, she was desperate. You know, she needed, she just needed healing. But in that moment, not only did God or Jesus heal her, 
he, he called her daughter. So Mm -hmm. he, he says, daughter, you've been healed. And so when I think about identity, I think about in her time in with her, she was wrapped up in her sickness. She was wrapped up in her illness. She was the sick woman, Mm -hmm. you know, that's who she was. She didn't know anything else is 12 years of this illness and sickness and isolation because of being ill. Mm -hmm. Um, and so you think about all of these things that we do as, as women, we take on things as an identity that maybe isn't who we are. You know, we take on those things. Like the, the enemy can tell us like, Oh, you lied. Now you're a liar. Mm -hmm. And so we take on, I'm a liar or you're a cheater. Like you cheated, you're a cheater or you gossiped. Now you're a gossiper. Those are completely different things, right? Yes. We, maybe we made a mistake in gossip. That doesn't mean we're a gossiper, but the enemy wants us to take that on as our personality, as our identity. And that's where we have a breakdown. We can't take those things on as who we are. It's a, it's maybe a mistake we've made and we have grace through Jesus to walk out of that. Um, but so that's kind of how we are, right? We take on those identities. But in that moment, he healed her from that instantaneously. But then he switched her identity from the sick girl, from the isolated girl, from the woman who only was sick and didn't have friends and couldn't be around anyone. And this identity of just being ill all the time to being a daughter of his. Mm-hmm. And um, that is where Kingdom Daughters came from because like I said, I really believe it comes down to when we know that that's it, like that we're just daughters of him, that we were seen and known and loved by him. We're like fearfully and wonderfully made in his image. Like those things, when we speak life, when we speak that life over us and we root those scriptures into our heart and truly understand that, then like, there's just so much freedom in him and freedom in our life of chasing things and achieving and performing, you know, because as Christian women, I think that there's this thing. We feel like we have to earn God's love. We have to work towards it, achieve things. We have to do things. We have to volunteer here and do this and be the best mom and be the best wife and be all the things. And in order to get, be in God's good graces, you Mm -hmm. know, and that's Mm -hmm. not how it is. He just, he created us. He created us in his image. He knew us before we were born. He died on the cross, seeing who we were going to be, knowing who we were going to be. And he still loves us for, for who we are. So. Yeah, that's beautiful. And that story, you know, with the bleeding woman, what I love about that is before he called her daughter, you know, like Jesus always had the ability to heal her. Yeah. He was always there. And it was up to her to turn to him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's important for all of you ladies that are listening that maybe you're not Christians. You know, God is there whether you believe in him or not. And Jesus is there whether you want him in your life or you don't. But right. the point is, if you do want him in your life, he is ready. Like he will get you immediately. The second you reach out to him, he is yours and you are his, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I love too that he called her daughter before he said you're healed. Cause I feel like I don't know. It's just, it's like, he gives us that relationship first too, Mm -hmm. of like, I'm, 
with you, you know, daughter. And it's just beautiful. I love that story. And she, when you talk about isolation, I think back then in the Jewish law, like people would be unclean if they talked to her, something yeah. weird, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, yeah. they couldn't touch her at all. They would have been in a lot of trouble. So that's, I, and I don't know everything you said. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm like <laughs> looking at it like a women's retreat. Cause then you talked about the identity and like, if you know, you gossiped, you're not a gossiper. How do you get out of the temptation of putting that identity on yourself? Because that is really hard. Yeah. I think it's, it comes down to not partnering with the lies. Um, we very easily partner with, um, lies that are spoken over ourselves. And, um, this is what I struggle with. Um, and I feel like a lot of women can relate to this is we are all in our heads, right? We have so many things going on. There's like a lot going on in our heads. We are trying to multitask, which, a, which a side note is not great for us, but we're trying to keep all these things going. And the enemy knows like, if he can just whisper these things that we kind of just take that on as a, as a person, instead of in that moment saying, no, I made that mistake. I'm not going to partner with that. I'm not a liar. I'm not a cheater. I'm not, you mm. know, a gossiper. I'm, I did do those things, but because of Jesus, I can walk in grace and I can walk in mercy and I can receive that from the Lord mm-hmm. and, and be forgiven and move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about, I always say it's about the verse about talking about having the mind of Christ. We have to take our thoughts captive and we have to say no to those things. We cannot partner with them. And, um, it really comes down to spending time with him because when we know, again, when we know his word and we're rooted in the truth of his word and what he says about us, it's harder for the enemy to lie about it. Yes. To, to lie to us because we're like, um, cause you can hear, you, you start to hear like yourself or the, the, the things rolling around in your head, like, oh, I'm such a lot, you know, I'm such mm-hmm. a, oh, I'm so lazy. Or mm-hmm. I, you know, I did, oh man, I hurt somebody again. That means I'm always hurting people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, but then when you recognize the voices and you hear those things, you're like, wait a second, mm-hmm. that's not what God would say to me. That's not what God says about me. Right. That's not who I am in Christ. Right. That's not who I am. So yes, I made that mistake. And right now, and right now it's being brought to my attention and maybe it's from the enemy. Maybe it's God's trying to help me, but in this moment, Lord, I say, I'm so sorry for doing that. Please forgive me. Let me walk in the grace that you've given me and help me to move forward and not do this again. Yeah, that's beautiful. I agree. And I think too, when you know, like scripture, like you said, you can be like, wait a minute, that's not what God says. And also the way we talk to ourselves, we would never talk to anybody else like that. Right. We would never be like, you fat, lazy cow. Like, we yeah. just, but to ourselves, we're like, you ugly loser. Like, what is that? Mm-hmm. That's awful. So yeah. There's so much power in what we say. Um, and especially to ourselves, there is, there's so much power. <clears throat> I have a, um, a download that's like biblical affirmations for yourself And I always encourage women to like post it in their bathroom and speak Mm. it out when they look at themselves, because there's so much power in seeing, like looking at yourself and saying like, I'm called, I am chosen. I am purposed. I'm loved by God. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, you know, saying these things 
because we, like you said, it's so easy for us to tear ourselves down and to say these ugly things about ourselves. But when we say those things out loud, there's power in our words. And that's when we begin to partner with those thoughts. And we, we literally take those thoughts and hold on to them and like create like things inside of our mind that partner with it. And that's a whole nother scientific side of things that I've learned from a few things that I can't explain well, but, um, Carolyn leaf, if you haven't read any of her books, she is a Christian scientist and she's all about the brain. And there's some crazy stuff that she talks about, about literal, like brain waves that like connect that we connect and we can, we can break those apart. We can create separate Mm. things, but we think that we're stuck there. Because it's been created, we think we're stuck there. We don't have to be stuck. It's like we you get to choose who you're going to partner with. Like, yes. which, which are you going to tr- partner with the lie or the truth? Yes, exactly. And so, okay, speaking of lies, <laughs> one of the things you talked about was that there's a lot of things being like thrown in women's faces right now. And especially when women are looking for help or whatever. Um, what would you say to the mom that is like, you know, I've tried everything. I've done all these self-help things. Like, you know, how is, look at my cat. This is my cat, everybody. I know you can't see her, but I have a black cat and now she's in the show. Um, so, I don't remember exactly what I was going to say, except um, basically, okay. Some of the lies that I've seen lately are like things like crystals, hmm. the goddess mother. Um, I've had a couple of people on my podcast I've interviewed talk about that stuff. What would you say to somebody that's like, I've tried all these different things and they're not working. How can you, you know, how do I know that Jesus is the answer for me? Like, what would you just say to somebody like that? Okay. So first of all, um, that's about getting in the word. You really know, you need to know God's word. Um, and you need to take the time and make it priority. When you know God's word, you're going to know truth. And his word is the only truth. There's no, there's no gray area in the Bible. Um, and then secondly is I believe when we know God and we, um, build relationship with him, the Holy spirit speaks to us about what is right and what is wrong. Um, we have an inner peace and inner, uh, kind of like compass Mm -hmm. from the Holy spirit. That's going to point us in the right direction. And that comes from being connected to the Lord. Mm -hmm. It comes from being connected to him, spending time with him, knowing him, knowing his word and knowing the truth. And, and that way, and that way the Holy spirit can say, Hey, um, that's not really what I'm all about. Right. You know, or might not want to be like stepping into that little area because that's going to confuse you. Also, God's not a God of confusion. He is not there to like take you here and there and here and there. Like his word is truth. So. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I I believe you. What would you, what do you mean when you say that we are the heiresses of the kingdom? Like for those that maybe don't understand, what does that mean? Well, when we are, when we come into relationship with God, when we, um, accept Jesus into our heart and we begin to live for him and get to know him that we become his kid, which means that we are an heir heiress to his 
power, his authority, his joy, his love. We get to walk in all of those things because we are now like under his covering. That's what I like to say, like kind of like a huge umbrella, right? Um, that Jesus has us under. And it's just like any other thing. If you, if you're a daughter of, you know, Prince of Wales, you know, you, you have a, your royalty, right? You are royalty now. Um, how much more are you royalty for being a daughter of the King of Kings, the, the God of the universe, right? And that's what he calls us. So that's the easiest way to explain it. No, that's great. How would you say that your outlook changes knowing that you are the daughter of the King? Well, it really depends on um, if you believe it or not, you know, it really Ooh, depends yeah. on if you believe what God's word says is true. And if you have faith in what he says, um, I think the difference there is, I think we kind of automatically think, Ooh, I'm a Royal. So that means I'm going to get this and this, and God's going to bless me here and bless me there. Um, that's, that's the difference. Um, you have to think back to the fact that Jesus, Jesus, the son of God came to earth and he was not, he was not living it up. Okay. No, no. <laughs> he was in the slums. Right. And yeah. he was, um, the lo- like the lowest of the lows. Like if you think about it, you know, he came here just to serve. So yes, we are heiresses, but really it's, I think, on earth, we do have access to all of the things that he gives us. And that comes with shifting our mindset towards him, shifting mm-hmm. our heart posture towards him. Mm-hmm. Um, but really it's all about like, we have hope for a future. Like there's life after death. We have, we get to go to heaven. We get to spend time with him. We get, we're going to be connected to him forever. Mm-hmm. You know, there's yes. hope in that. Yeah. Um so I don't know if I answered your question. No, you did. And I, <laughs> I feel like I wish I said this on your podcast today, but it's, yeah, it's having your eyes on the inter- eternal mindset, lifting mm. your eyes up and remembering like, this is not forever. Yes. And that eternity is promised to those women and men that love Jesus and believe in him. Absolutely. And heaven's a pretty big deal, guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's going to be pretty awesome. I mean, I'm going to be there. Angela's going to be there. It's going to be an amazing day. It's going to be great. (laughs) So Angela, where can they find you if they're looking for like your printable or they wanted to hear your podcast? Yeah. The easiest place um, is to go to thekingdomdaughters.com. And there's links to um, my Facebook group that I have. It's free Facebook group just for community for women. And then links to, um, I have a free five-day devotional about identity and then my um, uh, biblical affirmations is in there too. And then also my link to my podcast. So that's, that's excellent. Place. And then remember, yeah. it's the Kingdom Daughters podcast. You guys can listen to it all over the place. Yes, it's all over all where you places. can stream it. So thank you so much for coming on today, Angela. Thank you for having me. All right, friends, thank you so much for coming back to Mamas Need Love. Remember that God totally loves you all the time. You are beautiful, you are worthy, you are loved, and you are important. Remember, you can also like, subscribe, review, share my episodes, whatever it is. You can listen to them on all the devices where you stream music. And if you wanted to check out more behind-the-scenes action, you can always go to mamasneedlove.com or send me an email at mamasneedlove365 at gmail.com. Thank you so much, guys, and I'll see you next time.